0: We pick it up at the bottom of And again, if it makes anyone's life easier, remember the podcast option. And anyone who's going to be around in Eretz Israel, please let me know. We're still working on arrangements. For Isiah on the bottom of the, Kufla, the Testament B, is the last line says the Gemara. is You're allowed to put an egg inside a mustard strainer. Basically, what's going to happen is it's going to separate the white from the yellow. Says the Gemara. Tani What's the reason? because you're only doing it Gavin for coloring purposes on the top of Kufmemad Aleph. Rashi speaks out. There's two parts of an egg. There's the chel moin and the chel boin. They are fancy English words, but in Hebrew, the chalbain, the way to remember is the chalov, the chalbain is the white, the chalmain is the yellow, and basically the strainer is separating the yellow from the white, and the reason is they used to put the yellow inside the mustard to give the mustard a nice yellow yellow color. It says the Gemara, that is not an issue of Bayer, even though using some sort of strainer, and Rashi says, why not? So Rashi in the top line says, I divide the oichalu, because both the yellow and the white are really food, and, the re- and therefore it's not called oichal from seles, you're going to eat both of them, you're just separating them, putting them seemingly in two different bowls, one of the mustard and one to something else. Therefore, there's not an isser of Bayer, it says the Gemara Itmar. You have mustard that was needed before Shabbos. Now we go of lush, of kneading on Shabbos. on Shabbos, Amar Rab, You're allowed to mix the mustard with a kli, with a fork, a spoon, of B'yad, but you're not allowed to mix it with your hands. Why not, says Rashi, because it mixes it well with your hands. What are you talking about? During the week, you go and you mix your mustard with your hands? That's disgusting. That's animal fodder. We're not animals, animals. When you mix food for the animals, you mix it with your hands. When you mix food for human beings. You use utensils. Why are you telling me don't use your hands? Because it does a better job. That's not the normal way of doing it. That's not a shinoi. The normal way is with a kli. Says Shmuel rather you should mix it with your hand. That is a shinoi and don't mix it with a kli. Just one interesting point. The Chazinish brings a Raya from here that the only time mixing with your hand is considered a Shinoi. And when it comes to Lash, you always need two Shinoi. You need a Shinoi in the placement of the items. You have to do the reverse order as long as it's a thin mixture. you never let to make a thick mixture on Shabbos. So a thin mixture, you have to do the items separately as we're going to see some of this in the Gemara here. And the Rishenim are very bothered by this Gemari, but let's leave it at that. laha And then you have to do Shinoi in the mixing. You can either do crisscross motions or you can mix with your hands as a Shinoi. Why? He says the Chazinish will be be careful. The reason is because because that's the way you mix for animals. Therefore, says the Chazanish, if you're going to put on gloves, it's not meichel Chamairim. Many industrial kitchens they mix with gloves. Therefore, if you put on gloves, it would not be considered a shinoi to mix something while wearing gloves. This is the raya of the Chazanish. Says the Gemara, five lines down. Both this and this, whether you're mixing with your hand or you're mixing with a cleat, both are forbidden. Both mixing with your hand and mixing with the kli is motor. We do not pass like Rav Yechanan, who says it is mutter. Come Rav he shuts the Rav because Rav Yechanan was chaser, and he holds like Rav Lazar that it is aser. Come Rav says the Gemara, she does Shmuel, and then Rav Lazar went, and he held like the opinion of Shmuel that it is going to be forbidden. Shmuel is who we quoted three lines down, that Shmuel said that you're only going to be allowed to mix it be yad and not be kli. That we yes paskin like Rav Yechanan. That Rav Yechon, and again, that it's going to be Mutter, but this is after the Chazara, after Rav Yechon was Chazar, like Rav Lazar, and therefore it's going to be forbidden. It says the Gemara, the mother of Abaye did this, and Abaye's daughter, who's the Ziri, did not eat. Again, the wife of Ziri, did not eat. Again, Abaye's daughter, and um, I'm sorry, vloy daughter, Abaye's mother made for Abaye this type of food, vloyachal, and Abaye did not eat it. Devisu Deziri, the wife of Ziri one time, did similarly of the Ravchia. He prepared for Ravchia again, we're talking about his aunt Shabbos. He mixed the liquid into the mustard. And Amrulay this did said to him for your for your for did his and he did and you don't need it and again this is all told in the makleek that so we just had whether you're allowed to mix in these extra ingredients on Shabbos. On my says says i was standing in front of ravino that he mixed it with a Shufta, of the tuma, a a, a, a stalk of garlic, again that's obviously a shinoi, he pulled out like a piece of celery and used it as a spoon, the center of stalk of the garlic, vachlan, he ate it again that would obviously be a sufficient um, shinoi, and just to point out, a lot of the Mishayim here are bothered, seemingly all the thing that we're requiring over here is a shinoi in the mixing, and the reason is, I should say not bothered the reason is, is because the mixing of the ingredients was done in Erev Shabbos and therefore here all they're doing is mixing it together, Amar we're about 12 lines down we don't possibly like anything that we just said only the following statement the mustard was needed before Shabbos the next day on Shabbos mix it both with your hand or with a cleave and you'll add honey onto it don't mix it vigorously but rather just mix it uh, nicely, gently stir it. And that's the reason why, says Marzutra, that is going to be allowed as long as you gently mix the items together and you don't mix it vigorously. This is something that is a little bit difficult, but let's leave it at that. Says the Gemara Shachalayim a dish called shakalayim, in English it's called cress. I think the English, uh, they have such a dish. Shashach of Shabbos that was mixed and chopped before Shabbos. L'macher and Shabbos n'yitzetach ha'jamin v'chaymet On Shabbos you had to put inside of it oil and chaymet and vinegar, and you'll have to continue putting inside of it amita, which is an item, as we'll see in the Gemara Assume what that is. and again, oh, don't mix it vigorously, rather mix it gently. Shom sh'rits of Shabbos, you have garlic that was ground up in I'll pull the grease in the next day, let it add it into polar beans and grease in our split beans. But again, don't pound it together. Rather, just mix it gently. Now the Umar says that which we said, umam they let him mix in the amita. What is amita? My amita, it is mint. From this Gemara, we see that the nanya, that the mint, is good for the tahle, is good for the cress dish, as Gemara mentioned, and that's where you put it in. And now we have a wonderful recipe. Whoever's making their cress, throw some mint in there, and it sounds like it's going to be a wonderful uh, dish. Let's just see one Rashi before we continue. We don't have much time, but Rashi, in the last white last line, all the way up top, Rashi says, yitrif. What's going on over here, not to mix it vigorously? Says Rashi, Ki beats in Bikairo. Like you mix eggs up in a plate, derich a vigorous mixing shemaka bikoyak. And that's and to mix some sort of whip. That's what you're not allowed to do. Rather, you have to mix it in a more gentle manner. Let's continue with four lines before the white lines over here. Voice a numlin on Shabbos. This was the end of the mission. All those interesting uh, dishes that we mentioned. We said we'll talk about them in the Gemara. And here we are. It says the Gemara, you're allowed make a numlin on Shabbos. I don't know. But a voice in a numlin You're allowed to make a numlin, but you're not make a luntis. So the Gemara is bothered like we are. Voice in a numlin, a luntis. Which is which explains the Gemara. A numlin, yainet vasha And of course, wine, honey, and pepper. A luntis, yainet vashen rmeim suledin vafarsimin. is clear water with old wine and some farsimin, some boil for good. But balsam for good spice masusa which they made those after they came out the bathhouse after they came out the Schwitz, they needed a good drink to cool themselves off so they made this aluntis which was Rav Yesif, comes on Rav yasef in the first very very extremely wide line one time I went after Marukva to the bathhouse when I came out of the bathhouse he came brought one cup of wine to drink the reship Turf and I felt as I drink that wine after coming out of the bathhouse, out of the Schwitz, the bathhouses were very hot and very sweaty. I felt the cooling effect from my hair, the hair in my head, all the way down at the nails of my feet. The and says says uh, who's talking over here? It says Rav Yasef and if you would have given me another cup of wine to drink, having I would have been afraid. Maybe I would lose my schosim in the next world. Meaning I would have sweated so much, I would have been this cooling. This chilling effect would have some brought me close to death and only my schosim would have saved me. Says the Gemara, one second, you're of Yosef are saying, I don't want to drink this because it's going to bring me too to chilled and cool and death and whatnot. drink this stuff all day. Remar Rukva was accustomed. He drank this wine all the time and therefore it didn't have the same effect, the same chilling of the body from the hair all the way down to the toes on him. Says the Mishnah in three lines down in these very wide lines, shayrin is a you now let us soak chalsis, and we'll see exactly what uh this is in warm water of Nice Chimets. Be allowed to put it inside vinegar. And you now let to make karsinim vetches, is it's <speaking in Hebrew> we'll exactly uh, called also some sort of a... Uh, or something float, nor are you allowed to rub them, Like us, you can't rub them again, these are different things to separate the husk from the food. Abol no allowed to put inside a sieve or a basket. This is very important, basically you have these, uh, we can just envision some sort of nuts with a shell and you put inside water, and the shells will float to the top, and the nuts will float to the bottom. It says the Gemara, that you're not allowed to do, that is an iser bayrer. But what are you yes allowed to do, you're allowed to put inside a sieve or a basket, this, this nut with the shell, and then what which is interesting because we would think that's a tremendous buyer that you're putting it in a siever or sifter that is allowed and on its own it's going to that's what if you look at Rashi a very important Rashi the last Rashi on the Mishnah Rashi says Avos. Actually that's not a rashi, but it's the C V side that basically uh, if you wanna see the real Rashi, Rashi's uh four lines up from the Gemara in the Rashis. I know it's a little bit hard to find right now, but Rashi says I've not you let to put it inside the sieve, what's the reason? says Rashi, a What do you mean? You're putting in a knot with a shell with a husk inside a sifter. So why you gotta do that? Sometimes the refuse is gonna fall out and you left Very important words. The boyer is gonna happen on its own. And since you're not doing the action of Bayer, you're just carrying this, uh, this, shach, this uh, Karshinim. You're just carrying it in the sifter and maybe on its own some of the garbage will fall out. That is not an Isser Bayer. And we'll see, maybe this is one of the rayas that you're allowed to take a teabag. If you make a tea on Javis, but you're allowed to take the teabag out of the cup directly into the garbage. Because Bayer that happens, memila on its own, we're seeing over here, is not a problem. Let's continue the Mishnah. In Kavr, at heaven, you're not allowed to sift straw with a sifter, with a sieve, nor can you put it up high so the chaff is going to fall down. But you let it put in a kvara again, and you let it walk with it to the others to the feeding trough. Even though again, Rashi says, as you walk, some of the some of the chaff might fall out. Why is it not bayir? Again, the same you study the fact that it happens on its own. That is the reason why there is no isra buyer. Says the Gemara Rabbi turning the Gemara six lines into the very lines. what is the din if you actually soaked like we said in warm? water, which you should not have done, is this an Isidara Isa? Is this an Isidara Bonan? chayiv Abayi what? El hachi if you soak raw meat inside water, you tell me it's an How Isa? Can... So the Rishayim say, what is to soaking raw meat, to soaking this karshinim? But the, the point is Abayi is just bothered, how can this be an the Isa? What exactly did he do? No. it's an Isidara Bonan you know why? Similarly like we saw in the last Gemara, we don't want you to do it the same way you did it during the weekday and over the Chol of sorts, and that is why it is Usr. Three lines into the Gemara, after the Mishnah into the Gemara, the white lines, by minir of Yechanan, May Rav is a Are you allowed to soak the Which again, I, I don't even want to pronounce the word, that article brings down. Some masafididah. No clue what this is, but it's a chelsis inside cold water. Omrle, le in its forbidden. We learned you're not allowed to do it in poishrin, which is lukewarm water. What's the obvious implication? So, why are you telling me you're not allowed to do it even in bitsainain? le, so Raviana, he responded to him. What's the difference between me and you? You asked me a question, and I answered your question. And now you're asking me, but the Mishnah says otherwise. I understand that says Rav yani. and I answered it. I'm allowed to argue on the Mishnah. He says to Rav Yochanan. So why you ask me for a Mishnah? Masnis that Mishnah you quoted Yichidai. That's a das Yechid, like we learned in Abraisa, insurance a You know that so not in hot nor in cold. Rav Yosi, am That only in hot is and in cold is motar. So our Mishnah said cold is going to be motar. It's like the that dasch chidav, Rabbi but it says Rabbi Yanai both are forbidden. Lamay avdele for what? What are you making this chhelsis? What's the point? Li it's good for a heavy heart. It's good for so sort of heartburn, chest pains. Everyone could go. Anyone who needs, go find your local chhelsis. Rabbi He had this issue, this heart issue. Give him three gold diners' weight of khilsis, but it lasts a yaimi for three days. Also, so he went. So he started eating it, and he went, and he ate it on Thursday, and he went, and he ate it on Friday. Let's the next day before Shabbos. Uh oh, am I allowed to eat this on Shabbos? Also, Am I allowed to do this on Shabbos? Amar ravado. Am I allowed mar bar ravado? Shoyis You let it drink a kav or kibayim, which is a measurement or two measurements. Of this chalsis, and you don't have to be worried, and therefore, certainly, you're allowed to do it. Meaning, it's not an issue because people eat this normally. So, Amr Amr said to them, I didn't ask you about drinking it. That I knew I'm allowed to do. My question was, Am I allowed to soak it? Am I allowed to make it edible? Am I allowed to make the mixture on Shabbos? I had a similar case. And I went and asked love and he didn't know what to say. Of Amar, he went to Rav Huna and Ravuna answered and he said, yomarav, rabbi "One is allowed to soak it in cold water, which is based on the previous machleks, the previous Gemara, and leave it in the sun and it will get heated up by the sun and then you could drink it." Says Gemara, "Kiman the Shari." What you're saying it's allowed like the Shari, according to the opinion that held it was mutter to do it in cold water. Again, let's remind yourselves, that was opinion of our Mishnah, which Rav Yana responded that's a dasi chida. Of so you're going like the dasi to go and do it in cold water? Says the gemara. No, Usr. Really, even according to Ma'an Dharma it says it's also to soak it in cold water. Here, it's going to be loud. Why? Honey, That's only when you didn't begin taking the medicine. That's when you can't soak it. That's when you can't soak it. But see, very important you we're seeing here. But since you started on Thursday and on Friday, if you don't take Shabbos dosage, you're going to be mistaking, and there it's going to bring you to sakana, and therefore that is the reason why you're allowed to take it on Shabbos. And this is one of the big riots to a very, very big mechloikas about Dalach Lamaise is anytime someone is taking a course treatment of medicine to multiple days, that even if when he gets up to day 4, day 5, day 6, at that point he's no longer a He's no longer Nafal HaMishkov, so seemingly he should not be allowed to take medicine right then. But again, there's always that concern if you don't take the next dosage, you're going to revert back and it's always worse if you revert back and that's the reason why you're allowed to take the medicine on that day. Says the Gemara in similar story, Rav Acha bar Yisuv, Rav Nachum bar Yitzchak, bar Achta. Rav was walking and he was leaning on the shoulder of his nephew, Rav Nachum And Amar he said to him, "We're holding about five lines before the end of the Amid." Amar Le, Kimatino levay Rav alini. When he reached the house of Safra, bring me in. Kimata ale. He brought. He went to, get to the house of Safra, so he brought him in. Rav Acha bar Yisuv, he's the one walking, leaning on his nephew's shoulder. He said to Rav Safra, kitanta "Am I allowed to rub a freshly clean?" linen shirt on Shabbos. You let it rub it. Basically, had have the shirts and after the laundry it would be very stiff and they would do some sort of rubbing situation to soften it. Well, that's actually going to be part of the Gemara. It says the Gemara, Are you doing it just to soften it and then it's allowed? Or Are you doing it to make it whiter? We don't necessarily understand what this is, but in the way of the old school laundry, when they would rub it, it would also make it whiter, bring out the shine in the clothing and then it would be forbidden because you're doing Liban, you're doing it an act of laundry, an act of cleaning on Shabbos. So, Amrelay, Le, Rav Saphar is vanted. The rakuchik katina kabechavein veshaber dami. You're doing it to soften it, it's allowed. Kidafik. When he left, also Amrelay or Rav Nachman came and said to him, "My boy, my What did he ask of you?" Amar said, "Boy, minay, Marlech haskus katina Am I allowed to rub it on Shabbos?" Amar Le, shaber dami. I told him it's okay. Says the Gemara. One second, if it's vayle l'mar so daro. But did you? Why didn't you ask about a linen? Handkerchief about a sudar. Why did you ask about a shirt? A sudar is a, as an additional law that there you have both. You asked about a shirt and then he answered that you're doing it just to soften it and therefore it's allowed. But what is Allah about a handkerchief? When you're rubbing the handkerchief, it does both simultaneously and makes it softer and it makes it whiter. That's not a question. Because I already asked and he told me that it is asr and that's the reason why. I asked him about a shirt, and there he told me that it is mutter. What's the reason? Because it's just doing it to soften it, and that is not an issue of laundry on Shabbos. Says the Gemara, Amar lay. I'm sorry. So why didn't you yourself say? Wait, if the case of so is also, but and that's only because seemingly because it's making it wider. But in the case of the shirt it should be Mutter. Amar le, so Yosef said back to him. Also, no there because everyone sees you it looks like you're making it wider. It's clear that you're doing an act of Liban of laundry. And therefore, I wasn't sure, and that simply and that is the reason. Why he said it is muter. As we move on to the base, I can tinta, this shirt, you're allowed to remove it off of the rod. After they did the laundry, they would hang up their shirts on some sort of stick. So you're allowed to remove the shirt off of the stick. What's going on over here? We'll see a moment in the asura. But to take out the stick, that is Asur. Why? Because the stick was muksa. So what's going on? What do you mean a hanger is So the answer here is, it's not a regular hanger, these were just regular good old fashioned sticks that they would use to hang the stuff on, and therefore that's a moksah machz the highest level of muxa. So to take the shirt off of the stick, that doesn't bother us. But to remove the stick, that is, yes, forbidden. But if it's a weaver's rod, then it is mutter, similar to a hanger, because If you have a bunch of herbs, if it's fit for animal consumption, if you have herbs and animals eat it, then you let him move it if you lie, oser, then it's going to be oser because there's no usage for it on Shabbos. de a string of meat you're not allowed to move it is Muksa. The kivrei oser, a string of raw fish, you are yes you, I'm sorry, the opposite, I'm sorry. Taliyot de-bisr asharil a string of raw meat, you're yes allowed to move it. The kivrei of raw fish, oser, you're not allowed to move it. Seemingly, what's the reason? The Gemara is saying, because raw fish is not edible, raw meat is yes edible, and therefore raw meat you'll to move raw fish and not let it move. Obviously, and we spoke this out back when we saw this in the previous Gemara. Obviously, in our Sea, nowadays, raw fish is certainly edible, so you will be allowed to move it. And even raw meat we spoke about is probably edible as long as it's fresh, even if it's frozen, as long as it was frozen fresh, and therefore you'd be asked to be allowed to move it. Now we're up to the first wide line. On the bed of a married couple, it's as if he's staying in the stomach of a woman. It's a, it's not a sneeze thing to do to stay in a bed of a married couple. Blah, mil, is it's not really an issue. You're just on their bed. Obviously, no one's there. And exactly what's going on over here. But let's leave it as we have a long Amud ahead of us. So we're going to go into Rav Chista's statements, different advice he gave, different statements Rav Chista said. So the aricha. If you're a Tamil and you're buying vegetables, what should you do? Buy the aricha, buy the longer herbs. Why? Kisha kikisha, because they're really the thickness are the same. V'orka and you get an extra length. So be smart and buy the larger vegetable, and you can have more. Veggies. similarly Baverav desavan kania lisvinarika. If you buy a bundle of reeds, buy the longer ones for the same reason Tuna Kituna. The thickness of each bundle is the same. of de Mela, and you gain that it is longer. Vam four lines into the wide lines. Anolaminto Mechle Garka. I myself I'm sorry I skipped. I'm sorry, I skipped. Who doesn't have so much bread. Don't eat so many vegetables. Because the vegetables bring out your appetite. Then you don't want more food. You don't got more food. So don't eat the herbs. Because then it brings you to want more food. When I was poor, I didn't eat vegetables. And when I was wealthy, I also didn't eat vegetables. Why not? Like we just said. What's your appetite? And I didn't have any food, money. So I didn't have the vegetables. I didn't have the herbs. But bought about when I was wealthy? Why didn't I have the vegetables? Says Rav Tamina. Because I said to myself, one second, I'm going to have herbs and fill myself up on veggies? Hey, Chedol Yarkov. In the place of my stomach, I can put in the veggies. of Bissra B'Kivri. Let me put meat and fish in there. Why should I waste the space? I think a lot of people have this mentality. Why waste the space on uh, veggies? Let's eat the meat and the fish. If you don't have enough bread, loyly Do not cut it into small pieces and eat in a lot of different meals. Rather, save up the bread and have one, Big meal. Again, if you don't have enough bread, don't don't be the one to be baitseya to be the one to give out the bread. Why? My You're not going to give out generously. We know for the Gemara brachos, generally the Talmud should be the one, the Balabai should be the one to make hamayse because you're going to give out a lot. Says the but if you don't have any money, don't be the one to do it because you're not going to give out a lot. Originally, I was poor. So I was the one to break the bread. Like I just told you, you shouldn't do it. Unless I first checked out the whole bread basket. I was like, ah, okay, there's enough bread in this basket. And then I went. And then I was able to be the one that's say because I knew that there's enough to give out to everyone. We're about 10 lines into these wide lines. First one, first one on the line is Yadi. Person who's able to eat barley bread and instead you go and you eat wheat bread. You should eat the better stuff. If you could drink beer, and instead you drink wine, Again, it's about why are you doing that? You should eat the better stuff. Again, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. What well, what's what's the baltashchis? The baltashchis is that if you don't have the money, you shouldn't waste the money on buying the extra stuff, but rather you should eat the cheaper stuff. But says the but it's not really true, v'lam because the cheaper stuff is bad on your body. Baltashchis the gufa adif, and that's always the balance you have to weigh: what could you afford, what you're able to, versus that which is going to be harmful for your body. V'amrav and continues, v'amrav chista The first word on the line is bay rav, The Leslie Mishlo doesn't have. Oil. They used to wash their hands with oil, anoint themselves after meal. decharitza. She takes um stagnant water in a pit, and it was similar to oil, and washes hands with that. If you buy meat buy the neck meat that's what why there's three types of meat in the net, in the neck I'm sorry very very good meat buy that type of meat if you're going to buy a linen garment buy it from Nahar Abba why clean it every 30 days A good recipe over here and then it's going to last for 12 full months and I'm going to be a guarantor I'll tell you this word buy it from the Haraba, every 30 days wash it, you get the same shirt for 12 months it means that it's a fine fellow shirt, a fine fellow shirt, it's a fine shirt that you're in good company and it shows that you're a good person, that people want to hang out with you. Vam Rav Rav, Sifsa, Chalata, should not sit on a new hemp mat, it ruins your clothing, you know, some of the benches and some of the ashtiblach, shouldn't sit on them, it ruins your clothing, there's no reason to ruin your clothing. Vam Rav Rav, should not send his clothing to the hostess to clean it for him why that's improper the person you're staying by a host and you give him your clothing to clean maybe they're going to see something in the clothing Rashi speaks out maybe they'll see a little bit on your clothing, and they're going to be disgusted or sleeping in their house so don't give them your dirty laundry to clean and this is we're almost up to the Mishnah Rav gave his daughters advice. About Tabi You should eat sneeze in front of your husbands. Don't eat bread in front of them. Don't eat herbs at night. Again, these are all different things that give you bad breath and make you have uh, uh, diarrhea, make you uh, let out gas. Lo Don't eat dates at night. Lo You should not drink beer at night. Lo Don't use the bathroom uh, where your where your husband used the bathroom. Obviously, this was more of an outhouse situation. In a regular toilet it's a different story and when there's someone at the door mani don't say manu who is the zohar the male version of who is it rather rather that is the feminine female version of the words Again, sne is adequate act properly don't act like an animal in front of your husband says the Gemara and our Khista gave his daughter's advice about how they should act with their husband's in bed during Tashbish with your husband, your husband should hold, should hold your pearl. It's referring to the woman's dad in the woman's breast. Bachadiyade with one hand, the kura and the husband's other hand should be on your kura on the kiln, which is referring to the makamerva. Says the says, daughter's However, you should give over the pearl, give over your breast to your husband. However, Vakuraya Akhvile, but don't give over in the Makimerva to them Adam until they're mitzar, until they need it, make them anxious, make them want it. And then give it to them, and that is how these. He told his daughters how they should be mishamish. Um, with their husbands, says the Gemara in Chayil Nisak you should not soak the vetch until it floats. And we said it's a form of bayur separating the different items. Masitzes lokei tanit. Says the Gemara, our Mishnah we're at the two dots towards the bottom of the Amid. Masitzes lokei tanit. Mishnah is not like the following tanit tanim went to bresa. Ralaz in Mashkicha we give her You're not allowed to use a Kavara a sieve at all. And the Mishnah is not like that because we saw so clearly in the Mishnah you're allowed to put things in that sifter and walk with them. And the fact that bayur happens mameila on its own is not something that concerns us. Just one last point. This is the Gemara, that they bring a raya, that when it comes to washing vegetables, uh washing lettuce, even if there is potentially muckab to be mehikol, one should not soak them inside a bowl. Why? Because soaking them in a bowl, the water in the bowl is a like, clean, like we see over here. You're soaking the kairashinim in there, and then the husks float to the top, and the fruit is on the bottom. Similarly, soaking the lettuce to get off all the garbage from the outside of the lettuce, one should not do that on Shabbos, if this increases says that.